Here we go, coming at ya from the state of Indiana. I'm back in the old stomping ground where I grew up. Did a couple days in Indianapolis with my good friends, Sean and Marsha, my good friends. And their three boys, Cody, Dylan, and Zach, and uh, a fourth, Scylla, Cody's sweetheart. And then now I am in Bloomington, Indiana with my good friends, Eric and Stacy. Uh, and their daughter, Anna, who lives in their uh, basement apartment with her sweetheart. And I am here for a wedding. Yes, my nephew, my brother's son is getting married. And uh, yeah, that's actually on Saturday. So here I am kicking it in Bloomington, Indiana, my old stomping ground. I grew up in South Bend. I did three years at Indiana University before transferring out to the University of Washington. I'm back in the India, the Indiana. <laughs> it's the only way I can say it. It's actually been great. It's actually been great. Next podcast will be about that. But just bringing it up right now, I am at the Tibetan Mongolian uh, Buddhist Cultural Center. It's actually a Dharma Center. They do teachings here, uh, which is great because I'm Buddhist. Every morning I've been in Bloomington, I come out here and I, I do morning practice. And if I can, towards the end of the day, which has been happening in the last few days, uh, on my way back to Eric's house, I stop and do a little more practice. So that's been great to actually have a, uh, a very Buddhist place to do Buddhist practice. It's, it's been very beneficial. So like I said, I am here for a wedding and uh, given that whole just about two-minute intro, this podcast, number uh, 282, is actually entitled The Great Olive Acquisition of 2022. Yes, indeed. I can't believe how much trouble we've had acquiring olives, raw olives, uh, for our family tradition of pressing olives, which... I basically took the reins on about three years ago. Uh, my mom came up with the idea, and then the next thing you know, my brother's ordering olives, which was great. The first year we ordered 40 pounds, my brother did. They got shipped, you know, they're raw olives, so they're a little hard. We had to wait for them to ripen, and then we can crack them and, and uh, pit them and soak them and, uh, you know, press them, can them, eat them, that whole thing. And... uh you know, last year, actually, I did a number of podcasts about it. Last year, I had I drove with my mother. I took a week off work. I drove from Boise, Idaho to, to Clovis, California, which is right next to California, uh, right next to uh, Fresno, California. It was a 16-hour drive. It was about 1,500 miles round trip. Took two days to drive there. Did Boise to Reno, Reno to Clovis, basically Fresno. Oh, yeah. Intense, slightly brutal, and then turned around, got 105 pounds of olives, then turned around and drove 750 miles back, two days back. Yeah, very uh, impressive for olives. You have Verney Farms. They grow olives. They do olive oil. They sell fresh olives locally. So here's what happened. Last year, the place my brother bought olives, we didn't buy them fast enough. And climate change, global warming, drought in California, they didn't have a great season. They had trouble getting olives. And Schlabangle, uh 
we couldn't get any olives. So we had to call around and we found this place, Vernie's, but they don't ship, so we had to drive. So yeah, that was the Great Olive Pilgrimage of 2021. And here I am now talking about the Great... I might change that title to the... I don't know what, but the Great Olive Acquisition of 2022. Let me say it again. I cannot believe how hard it is to find information about olives, to get a hold of olive farms, to buy fresh olives. And I'm not even going to talk about raw olives. You know, they come a little hard um, because they need to be shipped and things like that, which is our benefit, you know, um, because it costs $1,000 just to drive there, grab olives and drive back. So, yeah, we dropped a lot of money last year. Those are expensive olives. And then this year, here's why I'm bringing up the wedding thing, because the wedding is actually arising on the 24th of September, which really puts a kink in our olive flow. And I knew this when the wedding got announced and my mother was like, oh, we got this wedding. I'm like, it's the basically for the olive in us the worst time because we need to be ready to buy olives as soon as this company penna olives has them available because they sell out quick and we need to get 100 120 pounds that's what we've been doing now is uh this year uh this year we were looking for 130 just totally brutal like don't want to miss it but can't order them too soon because we don't want them to ripen while i'm gone for a week because i'm the main olive head because we got to crack them and pit them. But once you start the process, it's very difficult to get away. Uh, and there's some opportunity when they're soaking. You know, like my mother could drain the water in the morning and fill it and drain the water at night and fill it and do all that. But like cracking and pitting and waiting for them to get ripe, like you got to be on it, you got to be ready. And then once you hit the ground running, there's no stopping, even during pressing. No, the only time we can stop is when they get canned. And it can take like seven weeks. Yeah, so basically now, September and October are off the, off the list. I'm not really doing much in that time frame. Uh, because it was really challenging, uh, you know, trying to find olives. And then we found, you know, Penna Olives had them online. And then I was talking to my family like, oh, what are we going to do? I'm going to be gone. You're going to be gone. Like, you know, do we order them? sooner so we know we get them and then you know take a chance that they they ripen at the wrong time or do we wait so we can have them at the right time but the option is they're going to sell out and then what happened like eight days ago they the on the website the olives went down they're like gone and then now we're in a scramble like who do we call I'm, i'm calling all these olive farms did you know there's an olive farm in oregon called Popeye's girlfriend. Yeah, check that out. Popeye's girlfriend olive oil. Uh, Most olive farms uh, grow olives for olive oil. The only farm that we could find that's willing to sell them to us is Vernie. And, you know, basically I got to fly down to Fresno to get them. So, um, Oh, yeah, it just turned into this thing. And then, you know, it's like such a hard business to crack into. Ba-doom, boom, 
you know, we're not getting calls back. We can't get information. It's hard to find stuff online. California's having a drought. It's like kind of cutthroat, you know, and, and, uh, you know, but of course, Vernie Farms has them and they're, they're about to go into season. So yeah, I could drive down there, but you know, I took a week off to come to this wedding and spend time with my friends. I don't really want to go back to work for a couple of days and be like, Hey guys, I got to drive back down to California. Actually this year, and I already started to plan it because I didn't know what was going to happen with Penna Olives. Okay. Yeah. So I got a hold of Vernie. They're like, oh yeah, you can drive back down if you want. Uh, we're going to be opening up for fresh olive sales uh, next week, which is anytime this week for about a month they're going to be available. But I was like, yeah, I'm not driving down. Actually, I'm going to take a plane right? Because I can get a plane trip from Boise to Fresno if scheduled at the right time, 119 bucks Southwest. And then uh, I can rent a car for like 350 bucks. So what are we looking at? 470. And then I need, you know, a couple hotel nights, you know, I'm looking at seven, 800 bucks probably with gas to get there a couple days off work. Uh, kind of line that up. I was like, okay, let me know when they're available. I'll let you know when I can come down. And then at the same time, I sent Penna Olives an email. I was like, hey, man, did you guys actually sell out of olives or, or what? And uh, my contact sent me a note back. He's like, hey, man, we're having a lot of trouble getting the fruit. You know, we're having trouble getting olives. We don't know what's going to happen. My boss told me to take the website, to take the fresh olive page down. And uh, he gave me the boss's number. He said, hey, man, give him a call. So I called. You know, I spoke to the wife. Basically, they said, we don't have any olives. Call back in a few days. This was sometime last week. And then I called back on a Friday. Yeah, because I'm flying out on Saturday. Last Saturday. Today's Thursday. Oh, podcast is late, in case you hadn't noticed. Uh, so then I called him up on Friday. And I was like, hey, what's what what's the deal? He's like, look, we're getting a shipment of olives in on Saturday, we don't know what the condition is. We have no idea what's going on. And I said, well, can I call back on Saturday? He said, no, call back on Monday. So I tried it again. I was like, can I call you on Saturday? He's like, no, call on Monday. So of course, Monday, all morning, I'm trying to get a hold of these guys. In that time frame, Vernie Farms, you know, the other olive people gave me a call. They're like, olives are ready. You know, let us know when you want to come down. And I was like, oh, okay, like that's you know, that's a lot. That's a big deal. But let me wait to see if I can get a hold of the olive company. The only olive company we can find that's kind of local on the West Coast that's that will ship. So I kept calling. Line was busy. It looked like it was uh, not. Sometimes I got a signal that said not working, a very busy, blah, blah, blah. And then finally I got through. I, I left a message. I was like, hey, Alejandro from Boise looking to get 130 pounds of olives. Uh, and then about an hour later, I get a call from Maurice, the owner. He's like, all right, here's the deal. The website is up. The olives are up there. He's like, all that's left now is the crying and screaming. So don't wait. And I was like, all right, I'm going to order them right now. So yes, indeed, I ordered 130 pounds of raw olives. Uh, they're getting shipped to Boise, 530 bucks. Seems like a lot, but not compared to driving with time and effort and money. Um, 
But man, that whole process, even my brother, when we're trying to hunt down olive farms and, you know, we're like, we can't believe how hard it is to kind of get into the olive business. We're not even in the olive business. We just do it because we love it, right? And uh, we want to produce the olives, that kind of thing. Uh, people love them. People keep asking like, oh, hey, man, are you going to be at the Saturday market selling olives? I was like, nah, maybe the black market, considering how much uh, we had to spend last year. Uh, so, yeah, it, 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 was, it has been the great olive acquisition of 2022. Um, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to f find some kind of connection. So, you know, next year, hopefully... Well, I'm not going to be doing anything in late August, early September, you know, so we can order these olives early and uh, we can be ready to do our thing. We're going to order them the day they come out and then hopefully we don't have to worry about it. But if that doesn't work, we always got Verney Farms, which is, you know, going to take a lot of work, but it's really hard to say what's going to happen uh, next year. But at least this year we got the olives and we were able to find... Um, the banana peppers. We've got a local farm in Washington State in the Yakima Valley that's got actual banana peppers. We can order them and then he'll ship them to us fresh. That's the last major ingredient. Oh, excuse me. And uh, yeah, I bought extra crocs. I bought extra lids. I had some lids custom made. Uh, I'm buying a scale today because we got to measure ingredients and um, I got a bunch of jars. So I am ready to roll like th this is a good turning year because next year all I want to do is buy jars, olives and ingredients. And then then we're good to go, my friends. Then there we're good to go. OK, um, I'm on my way to Indianapolis today, like I said, to pick up my mother and brother. Uh, Lotus Festival is this weekend. Uh, time with my friends has been great. Next podcast will just be time in Indiana. You know, John Cougar Mellencamp, all that stuff. Uh, good time with my dear, dear friends. I have such a great time. Oh, my word. And I still have uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I fly out Monday. So I'm uh, going to be looking at the Lotus schedule and then for the just the sci-fi part of my family, you know, there's a, a an official Doctor Who uh, like museum and licensed seller of Doctor Who goods. There's only two of these places in the world. One is London. One is in like Camus. I don't even know the name. Small town right outside of Indianapolis. Like I don't know what it's doing there, but my friend Sean took me there on. Uh, when I arrived on Saturday, I had no idea. They got a Doctor Who pinball machine in there. It's laid out, and their museum section is the bomb. Oh, my word. And then yesterday, I went to the uh, Captain Janeway, Captain Catherine Janeway of the Starship Vo Voyager from the uh, Star Trek series Voyager that came out in 1995. Yeah, her character's storyline is that she was born in Bloomington, Indiana. So they got a they got a bust of her in Indiana, in Bloomington. I went there yesterday. I'm going to be taking my mother and brother at some point. So uh, should be cool. We're, we're scheduled to have a good time, my friends. We're scheduled to have a good times. I am glad we got the olives. The great olive acquisition of 2022 is complete and um, 
all that's left is the crying and screaming. See, I told you, he's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets. <laughs>